as i discussed that indemnity is one of a critical clause which should be included the basic question that comes to the mind is what is indemnity or why a indemnification should be taken this is episode number 2 of msme talk with manu grover on business agreements welcome back to msme talk podcast MSME Talk podcast is for micro small medium enterprises startups and entrepreneurs in which we discuss with industry experts and experienced entrepreneurs on specific value addition guidance and solve queries to help build long lasting businesses Our today's guest on MSME Talk is Manu Grover founder of myretailcare.com which is providing governance risk compliance services to retail and e-commerce sector. Manu Grover is also a lawyer and company secretary by profession. He has worked in retail focused companies like Haldiram, Vishal Mega Mart, Viva and technology companies like Sapient. His experience in retail and technology sector gave birth to idea of using technology for governance risk compliance and contract life management, specifically focusing on retail sector. In today's episode we will discuss about business agreements. Why business needs agreements? Which are the business agreements typically required when starting the business and important clauses in those agreements? Why we need right professional to facilitate business agreement and contracts? Are any easy online options available for business agreements? And lot more is discussed on this episode. So do stick till the end. And let me now welcome Our today's guest Manu Grover for this episode on business agreements. Good morning Manu and very warm welcome to MSME Talk. Good morning Tripti. Wish you safe life in this pandemic and thank you for inviting me to a forum to discuss about legal agreements and the myths around contractual obligations for the MSME and startup So Manu let's begin by understanding a bit more about you As you said that I have already worked with a diversified portfolio and businesses houses like Haldiram Vishal Megamart Tech Sapient Jindal so I have over the years I have learned a lot where the basic contractual obligations goes wrong for the corporate and where generally a small time vendors do takes while executing contracts it would be pleasure to share my experience with the audience so that they can benefit out of experience that i have and avoid the mistakes while they run their own businesses in previous episode of msme talk we have discussed about business structures i would request listeners if they have missed the episode please do listen that so manu First of all why do we need to have agreements and contracts for everything in business is it okay to do some business without formal contracts so if you go by the indian legislation context the indian contract act governs understanding how a contract and uh, the implication of the contracts is being governed indian law does not say that the contract has to be in writing even verbal contract 
or a contract by action is a contract so it's not that every understanding has to be in writing to form a legal contract but the irony or the difficulty which generally people face is to establish obligations of the party in case of a verbal contract hence a written contract is what we uh, recommend because that clearly establish the role and responsibilities of the parties which ultimately help them in a better governance and management of the business some agreements done on whatsapp would amount to contract or not any understanding whether verbal or in writing forms a contract the difficulty is in enforceability of the contract so a whatsapp message there are judgments there are guidelines which says that it is a form of a contract which is regulated and governed by the indian contract act the only difficulty in doing a business on a whatsapp or other similar form of social medium through writing is that the verification and the establishment that a person has done a whatsapp makes the contract a difficult one while enforcing it after the business structures has been selected by the entrepreneur typically which agreements are required to be executed in the early phase of business uh so once an entrepreneur has registered an entity there are few essential agreements that should be in place the agreement depend upon the type of entity and the structure of business in which they are working like for a sole proprietor there are no basic agreement in terms of the ownership and the title of the business while if a person is conducting a business in a partnership form of business it is very essential to first have a founding agreement or a partnership deed in place before commencing any business vis-a-vis for a limited liability partnership there is a stipulated guidelines in terms of how a agreement has to be in place before commencing any business and similarly for a private limited company generally there is a concept of article of association or we call it aoa which governs the manner and regulations of the business between the founders and how a business is regulated so it is very important that unregistered sort of business where which is majorly a partnership firm a partnership deed is the first essential basic document that should be in place to regulate while the basic essence of the ownership is established to conduct a business i believe first agreement is the employment contract because while you commence a business you require and hire the team to do the business and then comes various suppliers or the customers with whom a business transacts often so there are various form of agreements that has to be kept in place while one conduct or plan the business activity so so as i uh, apprise that the agreement is dependent on the nature of business the structure of business 
the location of business and also the stage of the business so if you are starting like while you start you have to take a office or a warehouse or a manufacturing unit so an entrepreneur needs to ensure that they have a proper document ensuring the lease or the rent is in place then while someone borrows the fund there is a loan agreement while entrepreneur hire the services from a technology partner or as simple as a security guard so there are service agreements which has to be in place and these are the essential form of basic hygiene for any entrepreneur before they commence the business is there any particular sequence to be followed for these agreements for execution for example prior to execution of partnership deed is it okay if the business owner goes and signs a supplier agreement there are no defined legal guidelines or protocol which states that the manner or the sequence of agreement it is totally dependent on entrepreneurs to decide because that's the risk they are carrying so as a guiding principle we recommend that first and until and unless there is a clear understanding between the founders it doesn't make sense to hire a supplier or a vendor and sign off the agreement because without the fundamental understanding of the ownership between the founders it may happen that tomorrow one founder quits and to, uh, the liability will fall on the remaining founders or as the case may be hence it is very essential that the sequence to be followed is as simple as that first if there are more than one founder then the founder agreement should be in place to establish their role and responsibility their liability their ownership title once we have a consensus between the parties who are conducting the business the next would be again if there are employee or the team which is hired then there should be a employment contract among them then goes the supplier because to us first after the team the supplier is the most essential part of the business from whom you would be taking the services and then comes the customer because every business will have the customer with whom you interact and do the business so the sequence could be as follows the founder agreement the employment agreement the supplier agreement and then the customer agreement though legally there are no restrictions no implications also it just that as i said if there are no written contract the enforceability of the understanding is a challenge from a legal point of view law does not uh, mentions about any particular sequence that has to be followed it's the logic that a business has to follow to govern them could you please tell some important and crucial clauses in these agreements which we discussed a while back so in terms of agreement while one intends to do any transaction there has to be a written contract and while one is documenting a understanding 
which will impact the business some of the clauses which are which have to be included or say a must to have in a written contract should cover the goal or the objective why the parties intend to collaborate or conduct a business what is the basic scope of work that has to be performed by the respective parties what is the description of the goods and services and the term governing the manner in which the transaction will be executed like timing of the delivery manner of the delivery the quality of the delivery and then the consideration which has to be exchanged between the parties so if a contract does not have these essential elements into the under agreement no contract will withstand or serve the purpose of making it so it is as better as having no contract if these terms like goal the scope the description and the consideration are clearly defined it will lead to more ambiguity and difficulty in case of difference that crop up between the parties further the indemnity clause the limit of liability clause the ground of termination the jurisdiction the governing law these are some of the few essential legal hygiene clauses which has to be kept in mind while documenting or creating a contract let's take a quick break MSMEs and startups are looking for various kinds of support and upgrade. Are you a product service provider, expert, advisor, consultant, mentor for MSMEs and startups? Do reach out to MSME Talk to list your business. Check the link in the description. briefly explain about uh, some of those clauses which you have just mentioned uh, which layman may not be aware of for example indemnity clause yeah so essentially while you enter into agreement the whole idea is to conduct a business in a particular fashion in a good scenario i don't think so anyone would be bothered so while one conducts so as we discuss along that apart from a clarity and transparency in a contract th- there are certain legal clauses which if added to a contract will leads to less conflict and better governance between the party as i discussed that indemnity is one of a critical clause which should be included the basic question that comes to the mind is what is indemnity or why a indemnification should be taken indemnification is nothing it's like when one person promises the other party to save them from any future losses which they anticipate is the indemnification so say for example two party execute a contract and there is no indemnification and a third party sues you and take you or drag you to a court of law so in case there is no indemnification provided 
you will be in a dispute and you will have to fight it out to establish that there are no breach or there are no incorrect commitments or anything wrong has been done by you vis-a-vis if you include a indemnification clause which means that except the obligations which is executed between a party one party promises the other party that all the losses cost expenses or the legal consequences that could fall in place will be covered by the whosoever is the indemnifier or the first party of liability so as we discuss uh, the next relevant clause that should be there in the agreement is the limitation of liability uh, this clause should be a essential part of the legal agreement to establish and put a cap on a liability of the parties who execute the contract and in a worst case scenario there has to be a upper cap the exposure that should be known to you while you execute a contract and hence limitation of the liability becomes a essential clause to form a agreement moving further jurisdiction is another relevant clause which should be kept in mind and discussed among the party while one execute any financial transaction or a long term understanding because while in case of dispute everyone would prefer to have the local jurisdiction and file a case or go to a court in a local area rather than traveling to a distinct place or the other party because it will entail a large cost and a hassle for the parties hence decision of the jurisdiction is very critical while when enters in contractual obligation people generally tend to get confused between a jurisdiction and the governing law so jurisdiction is the place where the parties decide to pursue the dispute while the governing law is the laws which the parties decide in which the in the manner in which the dispute would be resolved so to help you uh, illustrate i may execute a contract having a jurisdiction of india vis-a-vis i may have the governing law of singapore or us to govern the uh, manner of solving the dispute so which means that if in case of any dispute that arise between a party if i have chosen a governing law of us then the us law will govern the contractual obligation though the trial or the court case can be run in india so jurisdiction is nothing but a place where the litigation will be conducted and the governing law will be the laws of which will govern the manner of contractual obligation between the parties so if we are dealing in cross border agreement we have to be clear of governing law and if parties are of multi location then place of jurisdiction has to be agreed upon can these agreements be signed online or we need to meet physically only legally in india information technology act permits the execution of contract 
on the online basis however the only issue wherein the online execution of contract face is the enforceability or verification of the contract if the verification and authentication or rather i would say if the technology is a secured one where one can establish who has signed the contract where the signing has ha- happened and which document has been signed online execution is as good as offline it doesn't make any difference or it doesn't have any legal implication it just that yes the online has its own constraint while offline has its own con- constraint in terms of logistic which the parties has to decide so in long and short online and offline both are legally enforceable means of executing a contract there would be various options to avail legal services from professionals like chartered accountant company secretary or lawyer directly or maybe through online websites providing these services in fact nowadays artificial intelligence enabled services are also available so in current scenario what will be your guidance in this aspect Let's take a quick break. Hey, MSME Talk listeners, hope you have not missed subscribing to our newsletter for the latest news, blogs, podcast updates. Check the link in the description. We don't spam your inbox and hence we do have one of the highest rate of newsletter opening in the industry. So typically, uh, as I said, the legal contract is nothing but a clear understand documented understanding between the party and it's my copyright quote that to me legal is nothing but a local english grammar in arabic language so it's written in english but still the interpretation and the understanding by the people differs from uh, situation to situation and hence it is very critical and essential that who is drafting a contract because each contract will have a financial impact on the business and the time of the entrepreneur that gets invested in case of dispute or differences and deviate them from conduct of the business so to me it is always better that contract is created by an expert as we all know a lawyer are the best person to help in the interpretations of the law rather than half expert and other professional who do understand the law who do understand the implication but they may not do whole justice to the contractual obligations hence my recommendation would be let the expert or the lawyer in this case do all the drafting because a clear and transparent uh, contract will help you remove the differences which may crop up in future then to answer a second part of your query whether the new age artificial intelligence or online tools which are available would it be better off against an offline i would say again going back to the basic principle that 
the essence of doing a written contract is to have a clear demarcated transparent understanding if a tool is equipped enough to handle and maintain the clarity which is very essential for a contract i would say yes an online tools are a good use because of simple reason that it is available 24 into 7 it is more flexible while you conduct or gel out with a professional because then you have to consider various other elements in terms of time costing travel make a person understand so online tool which are getting a part of our daily routine is good option if the particular tool or a software is getting you a result with the clarity for certain critical agreements like founder agreement can we really take online artificial intelligence based services or we should prefer professional providing services online or in person so again as i said that the essence is the clarity of the understanding which is captured as long as software is doing a justice i won't say financial or the implication should be a criteria to decide on whether to opt for a online tool versus an offline professional to hire a lawyer the main criteria should be yes the commercial is the essence but still apart from the commercial which an entrepreneur has to decide the clarity of or the drafting of the clauses and the agreement is the essence to decide on which software to offer there are various software that exist like panda doc my retail care contract work contract safe icitrus siron labs these are a prominent name into the market which has created the credibility to execute a basic agreement like affidavit or a non confidential agreement to a as high as a technology transfer or a license agreement which runs into a million dollars that's interesting so you mean the websites and software which you mentioned are easy to use by layman for legal agreements a person can register fill the details and create the ready agreements and contracts for execution yes Is there any ranking platform or forum available for these websites and softwares to pre-check before selecting them for a service? So I believe yes, there are again the ratings uh, softwares or the entities which rate these softwares. L- like G2.com is tool which collates all the software which exist into the market and rate them based on the feedback provided by the consumers as per their usage. and it is one of a good tool to compare and analyze the software that best suits the requirement of the entrepreneur since the business is in nascent stage of adaptation and it's still evolving i believe it is the future but these ratings and things like that are being adopted because there are to be honest less users and the technology is very expensive in this segment once there are large number of players and there are large users to the tool i believe these are the next things which a good software 
companies will quickly adopt to stay in align because a real time feedback from the consumer is what is necessary for other consumer to adopt the services understood now moving ahead is agreement void if stamp duty is not paid at the time of execution of it so the indian stamp act governs guidelines related to payment of stamp duties doing any transaction pertaining to an immovable asset and certain type of transaction which are mandatorily required to be stamped like loan agreement so unless these are properly stamped and registered they are not a valid enforceable contract however having said that any contract that a party execute is enforceable whether a stamp duty has been paid or not if stamp duty has not been paid there are ways and provisions which says that at the time of dispute the stamp duty could be paid with certain interest and penalty so there are procedures which governs how and when the stamp duty has to be paid not paying a stamp duty doesn't make a contract void is stamp duty uniform across india no so india is very diversified land every state has its own set of rules so the stamp duty is dependent on the place of execution and the clauses which are there in the contract say for example if you have to have a indemnity clause so your stamp duty amounts increases then if you have a indemnity clause executed in a state of delhi the stamp duty is 100 rupee vis-a-vis for a same clause if you execute in a state of uttar pradesh the stamp duty charges is 50 rupees so the stamp duty is dependent on two element state in which you are executing and the clause which are there in the agreement collectively define what is the quantum of stamp duty that has to be paid maharashtra is one of the most expensive states when it comes the payment of stamp duty but again there the enforceability and things are different one could you just highlight the general mistakes done while executing these agreements so as we discuss along few of the point that why a contract should be in writing and not verbal we discuss that why particular clauses should be there in a clause there are certain hygiene factor that should be followed while conducting or executing a contract because that will help eradicate hassle of establishing and enforcing contract at later stage like the contract should be properly paged so if there are 10 pages to a contract page should be page 1 of 10 2 of 10 that will help ensure that anyone or someone with a malafide intention cannot replace or add page later on because these are the general reasons while enforceability is a challenge in india we propose that each page should be signed rather than just the signature page then we propose that each page should have stamp duty certificate so while you pay a stamp duty the stamp paper has a number or a certificate which is 
created online by the respective vendor and that should be mentioned on all the pages it will help you have a better enforceability of the contract at later stage it's not that if you don't follow these instruction your contract is void it's just that the enforceability becomes easier and the litigation time to establish that this document is what is final gets reduced manu so when it makes sense to hire dedicated legal advisor legal services is an extra cost while some of the msmes are micro and doesn't have enough pocket to hire one more professional that is one of the reason we have seen they prefer to stick to one particular professional and take all kind of financial legal or compliance services from that person it purely depend upon the exposure a one person is having and that should lead to a decision whether and at what stage lawyer should hired and again a critical element to add to is that it's the clarity that is a must to have rather than creating a large contact even a smaller crisp well defined guided contract which is as simple as 2 to 3 pages will help you have a better understanding and maintain your relationship rather than it's a general myth that unless a contract is of 10 15 or a 200 pages is what is enforceable or what is while you create a contract even a two pager which carries and mentions the essential part of understanding with a legal hygiene is as good as a contract there is a general notion to stay away from lawyers and doctors how can entrepreneur empower themselves to deal with lawyers to get best services without any such fear or relying on blind faith i will totally agree on the aspect and i would call it a myth that you should avoid lawyer and rather i would say these are the reasons why there are no proper enforceability of the contract because entrepreneur generally tend to avoid lawyers at the initial stages and while they litigate trust me as a lawyer we try to manage and do justice for our client but because the initial foundations are weak or they were not created with a intent while a person gets into dispute is one of the key reason while the justice is delayed and which lead to a fact that you should avoid lawyers it's it's a vicious circle that we need to understand that if the foundation is strong and the lawyers are being hired at the initial stage and lawyer cost is inbuilt into your business projections is which will ultimately save you so while you hire a lawyer at a very later stage of dispute is what is very costly because each lawyer will try to do the justice but without a proper foundation and of a fear of losing he may do various elements and aspect which generally people tend to say that they are on a shady part of it so i promote and uh, support a cause that 
लॉयर कॉस्ट शुड बी इनबिल्ट एंड पार्ट ऑफ द बेसिक स्ट्रैटेजी एंड द बिजनेस डॉक्यूमेंट टू एंश्योर दैट लॉयर कुड बी योर बेस्ट फ्रेंड वेरी नाइस सो लॉ इज अ बेनिफिशियल फॉर बिजनेस हेल्थ लेट्स कंसिडर लीगल एडवाइजर एज अ ट्रस्टेड पार्टनर्स ऑफ बिजनेस फ्रॉम बिगिनिंग मेकिंग यूज ऑफ द सर्विसेज टू एंश्योर राइट ड्राफ्टिंग एंड एग्जीक्यूशन ऑफ बिजनेस एग्रीमेंट्स एंड अवॉइड मल्टीफोल्ड कॉस्ट इन डिटिकेशन सिनारियोज due to not well drafted agreements at the beginning as discussed during the show nowadays even online platforms are available which can also be used to make your own contractual agreements without hiring legal advisors in person so moving towards the last section of this show manu please share three things you would recommend as guiding principles to the entrepreneurs the very quick tips for entrepreneur is keep the things simple the more you complicate the things the more chances of it getting complicated at a later stage ensure that you hire the right expert that suits your need and requirement don't fall prey to the shortcut or uh, avoid things which will have a larger implication at a later stage ensure that you close on a things as as we started the conversation it was like can we have a supplier agreement first in place so as as there are no legal guidelines but the process is very simple let the business be done in a manner in which it should be done rather than avoiding things which impact at a later stage and last but not the least as we say that let lawyer be your best buddy and it is hired at the initial stages to avoid them at a later stage which has a very ramification impact and a negative impact on the businesses thanks a lot manu for being on the show i'm sure our listeners would have got some interesting insights from the discussion thanks tripti it was pleasure interacting and i would be grateful if i could pass on some useful tips for the msmes and startup entrepreneurs and they could benefit out of this interaction through this episode i hope you would have got some answers to your queries and guidance for way forward Do share your learnings from the episode, your feedbacks and suggestions. If you are an entrepreneur and have questions from experts or any particular topic or profile of expert you want to hear or if you are an industry expert with MSME as a target audience, do reach out to us. Our link is given in description. And at last, please do subscribe for MSME Talk podcast and don't forget to share the podcast link with your friends, family and network. Take care. Goodbye. Happy to share MSME Talk podcast and the peak ranking chart of 10th country in the Apple Podcast country level entrepreneurship category. If you are an expert or provide product or services to small businesses, MSMEs and startups, reach out to us to discuss showcase opportunity in MSME Talk. Contact details given in description.